I don't want to really do a warrior cast because it's warriors complete garbage. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is being broadcasted. That's how you start it. This episode is being broadcasted from parts unknown. Okay. Before, yeah, we can hate the sin, love the sinner. So, sure, it's sad that he's dead and he. We saw in WrestleMania has a bunch has kids and stuff now, so it's sad. We're talking just pure wrestling though. Yeah, there's looking nothing back, there. There's nothing there. I know, like as a kid, nothing to like, look man, back on. It's Hogan. Like Macho Man holds up. Macho Man's a legit wrestler. Oh no, Hogan! Hogan is crap. Hogan was good. He could tell a story in the ring, <laughs> but Ultimate Warrior is uh. maybe like one of the worst wrestlers of all time. He had the music, he had the look, and he had the entrance running out. And Ultimate Warrior, there's a reason I liked him. Why is that? Because he was the poison of wrestling, okay? Let's, mm-hmm. let's just admit the, <laughs> the substance level of the Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was yeah. the equivalent of a poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, seeing your deep thoughts on Warrior on social <laughs> media, I don't know. It's probably a good thing we didn't meet in the 80s. <laughs> Why? It would have been just like enemies. I was going to call him more of the Molly crew. But Poison, yeah, Poison burned out much faster, so you're probably right. Oh, Poison, the band. I thought you were talking about Poison, because that promo that uh, Trevor posted on, on social media. Oh, no. Warrior goes, Hulk Hogan, I injected you with the minimum dosage of Poison of the power of the Ultimate Warrior, but the antibodies of Hulkamania... Continue to refuse what the poison can do. They mm-hmm. torn the poison away, Hulk Hogan. They uh, and they turned and it on. away. He, so you, you, think Macho Man, you think Macho Man made no sense? No, he made perfect sense. Macho Man was a, a, a philosopher. <laughs> well, he was actually a philosopher. Talking about space and stars and time mm. and left and right. Bridges. Where he just talked about death, and he was very mystical. He was a very mystical mm-hmm. creature. He was very high. Mm-hmm. Is and there any way for us? A lot of steroids. Yeah. yeah, Carter, some work for you for this week. Is there any way to take his other well-known WrestleMania crashing the plane into Hulk Hogan thing? Could you mix that with footage of missing he cra- airplane? And he crashed the plane into into Hulk Hogan. What WrestleMania was this? No, 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 the interview. Right? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, from okay, okay. <laughs> when the, Ripping when the open pi- the passenger door. 
killing the, pilot, the pilots. The pilots already made the ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> what, the, what the hell does that, that mean? Did the pilots <laughs> kill themselves or willingly be killed or <laughs> jump? Like... Mm-hmm. This is the same promo that I was talking about, the injecting the... No, this is the next level. Oh. Is this the one where he's like, I'm going to lie down in the grass and let the lawnmowers run over by spirit? Yeah, trampled by a million elephants, (laughs) run over by a thousand lawnmowers. Oh, man. So, Carter, if you can take footage of that and splice it in with missing ocean airplane footage. (laughs) Tie it all together. Maybe a little nine eleven in there to too. Maybe a little nine eleven in there too. Just they'll find they'll find the black box and it turned out as the warrior <laughs> all along. Uh, That's his I life like, is you know, kind of sad. Yeah, but you know he committed. He committed. He legally changed his name from Jim Helwig to Warrior. Just straight he didn't up, commit. His real he had, name he had real warrior. problems. And did he? It was did he, he like a diehard hating Republican? He did. He would. Um, his most famous, he was a motivational speaker, if you would call that, but really he was just a, a hate filled philosopher. Uh, his most famous uh, speech was at UConn, good basketball school. Um, Shut up. <laughs> so he, um, he would get up there on stage, show videos of him just press lambing fools, and then basically just engage in combat with uh, these young college kids who'd be like, Don't homosexuals have the same right? And then he'd be like, What are you smoking? And he just starts screaming. But uh, I think the best part of, of his speeches were the posters. Apparently stapled around the campus, he would say, liberalism is for wusses. <laughs> Come see the <laughs> ultimate warrior speak. I don't know how, who would hire him? Oh, Republican on-campus people. He, he made a lot of money speaking. And then I, I was, re- well, cause I was reading him, some tributes I mean, but- and stuff. But he was the real artist too, like uh, an oil painter. He would uh, paint with not a brush, but since he's hardcore, just a knife. And he's like actually sold some of his artwork to like some guy in Europe for like a hundred grand a piece and stuff. Like he paint legit. with a knife. He painted with a knife, and it was this really like southwestern style of like buffaloes and like portraits. And, oh, that's of pretty him cool. Most a lot of them of himself. Because I the, guess parts the unknown turns side. out was in New Mexico. Yeah. So, there was really not a lot there, though, was there? No, like you—you'd said that you went and see Simon Brandon wrestle. I think he was hurt. The story I heard is that he had—he hurt his back. So that's why he only wrestled for ten seconds. He was on the card still, and like he was the—he was the main event. He was the okay. He was the the final guy, right? In the Keystone Center. Yeah, yeah. and we waited. Like when you're in grade, like you know, six. And you have school the next day and you're going to school. That's the deal. Part of the deal was that that basically you had to go to school if we went to this wrestling. Okay. Because it was like that night. It was like, you want to go to wrestling? I was like, yes. <laughs> it was like probably the best thing ever. So we drove to Brandon. We drove two and a half hours to watch a wrestling event that was stretched. It stretched. I wanted to go home. That's how long this thing, this thing did not end. And you're in grade six and you're exhausted. And all of a sudden, Warrior comes out and I'm, everybody in like our section was just staring at me because I was screaming so loud, lost my voice, couldn't talk for like three days. Nice. Just scream, 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 scream. People were like, thought I was going to die or something. He literally, by the time I stopped screaming, the match is over. (laughs) 
Who do you fight? Just some random scrub? Oh, just some hack. I think random. of it. Might, I think it might have even been the guy that pats himself on the back. Oh, don't know. Oh come on! He was the guy. He was the guy that got pinned all the time. He'd walk <laughs> up. Brett, do you remember him? Yeah, that'd be Barry Horowitz. Right? Oh, yeah. okay. And he'd I've come heard out. He'd come out, and he'd have his. He'd pat himself on the back, and then proceed to get his ass kicked. <laughs> and Warrior ran in. He didn't even shake the ropes. He ran in. I think he clotheslined the guy. Yeah. So right, it slid into the rope, like slid into the ring. Boom, clothesline. Off the rope, jump over him, off the rope. You know, Splash. Got, got, it was I don't even think he picked him up. I don't even think there was a warrior press. <laughs> so basically he cut out one move from his repertoire. <laughs> yeah, I think there was I think it was I think he was hurting. Yeah. Even or the way he's just he, a bad wrestler. The way he ran out was not impressive either. It oh, just, okay. He looked like um Who's that gun control guy? Charlton Heston in his 80s. Oh, jeez. Kind of, but, but running, but kind of raptor bent over and like... <laughs> and he ran. It might have not... You know what? It could have not even been him. Well, that's the thing. that like You know, we've talked about uh, Paul is dead from the Beatles and how he's been replaced by Angela Lansbury. Well, there's a big rumor when... Because uh, he, he took a break in the early 90s and he came back a year later. And everyone's like, that's not the warrior. This is a different guy playing the warrior. And um, just people were really stupid back in the day, I guess, because the big thing is, well, his hair is a bit lighter and he's a bit thinner. And meanwhile, like WWF was involved with this big steroid scandal. So everyone had to stop doing steroids. And then some guy a year later comes back looking slightly thinner. He he must be dead. (laughs) Well, they did replace him. What? No. There was a period where they tried to bring back the character Mm -hmm. without his permission. Hmm? Oh, I didn't know about there this. Was a, there was a period where I got really excited about wrestling for a little bit. Okay. And then I okay. realized it wasn't him. And then, like, three months later, it was official and it was actually him. Mm-hmm. There were all these teases and there were all these probos, except it was not him. Fake I remember warrior. there being a big stink about this because they were trying to bring back the character without him. Okay. And, without uh, the crazy. <laughs> well, no, I think I because think he didn't have it. I don't know what the legality was, and I think they thought that if they acted on it before he claimed it or patented it okay, or something, okay. that they would get it by like you know like by using it first in a public. I I don't really know what the deal was, but there was a weird phase where the warrior was coming back and then he wasn't. Oh, okay. And then he showed up once for like a, an appearance, like sitting next to like Jr. or something. Hmm. It was really well, weird, Brent. You don't remember that? No, I remember there was fake Diesel and Razor. A fake Undertaker. There's a lot of fake guys. Mm-hmm. Fake Sting. I don't remember fake Ultimate Warrior. Fake, because oh. it was like, it was just promos. Okay. okay. Now, did pro- you, f- yeah. Trevor, did you follow Warrior 2 WCW? Oh, I did. No, <laughs> no. Okay, let me tell you, let me tell you about what was going on there. Probably one of the, I think the best wrestling moment. Oh, yeah. I think my favorite, one of my favorite things about wrestling is just the flow of backstage stuff. Yeah. Or is the camera there or not? And do you know the camera's there or not? Okay. So Warrior came back just basically so Hogan could beat him. Like they signed and probably gave him ten million dollars so Hogan could beat him. <laughs> to get his to get his yeah, get his win back. To get his rep. So it, yeah, so in the promos Hogan was pure NWO, he had the whole group with him and Warrior was just haunting them, appearing, disappearing. <laughs> I think they just let him do his own. 
puffs of smoke, he's there, he's gone. That's already so good. So in the back, Hogan's scared. He's like with a few of his crew, NWO group, and it's like, oh man, this warrior, we're in trouble. So the camera's in the bathroom with them and they're all freaked out. But I guess this time they're not acknowledging it. They're facing, like, the camera's not there. Okay. But somehow we're seeing this anyways. Then the lights start to go on and off. Smoke appears. And you're looking at Hogan through, like, from behind. You're seeing his face in a mirror. Smoke. And then behind Hogan is the warrior. In the bathroom. He just came Yeah, he's appeared in the bathroom, in the mirror. So, but all the other people in the room. So you see him in the mirror. Everyone else in the room except Hogan's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's intense. So he, appear- so he appears, but only to Hulk Hogan and to the people at home to haunt him. See, the thing about Warrior is that he would have, he would have been into it, like, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, he would have never got that it... The thing he committed one hundred percent to his character. Yeah, there's, he changed his freaking name. There's no doubt. Like he was. <laughs> you figured if you were somebody like good, you would do that. Like if you had, you know what I mean. Like if it was a good character or like <laughs> interesting, but like he was, there was nothing. Like there's like when you if you write about him, rest like what do you do? There's like, like three sentences. <laughs> Pretty much. He was really popular. Nobody really knows why, but it was a crappy period of the world, so <laughs> that's what she got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that took over from much more interesting stuff of the Hall of Fame this year, which I watched on Carter's WWE, WWE Network, network yeah. account. So yeah. okay. I tried what it to see, if it would, to see if it would work. There was also Jake the Snake's induction to the Hall of Fame speech. Oh, that was real, man. Yeah. Real that's emotion. Sad. Where it started no. off with Allison turned being... It around, cause it was It was in a, the arena. This, it was in the, the, newer, the Superdome. So, and there was a bunch of audience people there and all the wrestlers sitting like in the front rows watching these speeches. And Allison came by and she's like, what is that? Like, she just could not understand it. It's like, is this real? Is it real? Well, it's wrestling, but it's wrestling. The hall of fame, but but the hall of fame, I guess is real. And these are speed, but so then Jake just breaks it down for like 10 minutes talking about just hard, hard times. Yeah. But he's overcome. Just about how he wanted, just wants to die and wanted to kill himself for so long. And he destroyed his family, and he's so sorry. His oh. best quote was like, there was only one woman I didn't cheat on in my life, and that was the ring. <laughs> oh. Uh. But eventually he brought it around, and he's like doing better now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. He's reconnected with his family and stuff like so that. I was even from being like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen, to tears. Jake got her good. Yeah. Yeah, because he's brings real. Grand, brings grandkids on stage. Yeah, he... Lays it all out, and then Warrior comes out and rambles. Yeah, about Warrior talks about dying. You guys made a about and say some nice things. Yeah, so here's the sad thing. So Warrior he even committed. Up, could, he even committed to his dying bit. I know. Yeah. So he had a 45 minute speech. I couldn't watch all of it because it was legit crazy, like just nonsensical. So uh, you know, he brought his kids out there, and he seemed really happy. 
like 18 years of like feuding with Vince McMahon and stuff. They're finally on good terms. So that was Saturday night. Sunday night, he comes out for WrestleMania 30. Then Monday night, he's on Raw and he cuts a promo. And then just the next day, he just drops dead. It's pretty, pretty crazy. I wonder what was the arc? What were they going to do with him? Oh, he'd signed like a deal to be like just an ambassador. He should be on TV, like probably just on the network, like talking about his old matches and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he just drops dead. But now, so. what was the feud between him and Vince? Oh, well, he apparently held him up for money. So it'd be like SummerSlam. He's like, hey, Vince, I'm not going out there until you double my payday. It's like, oh. <laughs> Which he probably deserved. Probably, maybe. Because realistically, Vince McMahon was making a killing off these people before anybody did the math. Probably. <laughs> like, these people were too stupid to count. Yeah. And he was filling stadiums like everywhere. <laughs> and nobody yeah. was making people were making like thirty grand a year and like It's like when you hear about like these guys that played basketball in the sixties and seventies that yeah. had had summer jobs at grocery stores. <laughs> and like they had to because they didn't have money. Like that that was what Vince did. Like Vince made a killing before anybody was keeping track. Probably, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, well. he, he, any money that he loses to wrestlers is a good thing. He's like the <laughs> NFL, basically. He basically is the NFL. Mm-hmm. He, is the, he is the NCAA. So to close it out, are we going to go around the room doing award impressions like we did with Macho Man? I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. I think we're just going to leave it as is. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, thanks. But what's, what did I, we even accomplish here that it was just confusing and sad and it was yeah yeah he was cool (laughs) until you realized that it wasn't that cool like pretty much brent did you like him Mm, preferred hogan oh wow yeah no i couldn't that was definitely one guy i could never cheer for was i never liked hogan really but my wrestling stuff was weird the only my first memory of it i didn't see wrestling until casket until Warrior getting put in a in a casket oh, and, and dying, being suffocated. Undertaker's casket. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's about it. That hit hard. So that was like second to Jaws biting the old fisherman in half. <laughs> <laughs> the traumatic <laughs> memories. You Trevor, watch the King movies. What's that? I, you, you made a lot of sense with that Facebook posting and paying tribute to the Warrior because you said that you saw a Big Boss Man pumping gas in Brandon after the show because on the Macho Man tribute I had to go back and listen to it to see how we'd structure today's episode and you're like I saw Big Boss Man pumping gas one day in Brandon and he didn't say he was at wrestling I thought just like he came on some hard times it started no gas. no he was so. pulling up and Scary Sherry was pumping his gas <laughs> sensational Sherry yeah oh, he was nice. he was making her fill the car <laughs> He was buying, like, hot dogs at the gas station. What year was this show in, Brandon? Uh, it would have been in grade six or seven. Because okay, Mike left, okay. Mike left in grade eight. So, I remember when my friend Mike moved away. I followed him on my bike until I couldn't see him anymore. Yeah, that's some episode one throwback. Okay, there. good. Oh, so that's Mike. So uh, <laughs> okay, I, I need this. I need. I've always had this rumor in my head, and you guys have done a lot to, to help me get over these childhood experiences. Like uh, 
the time that the Dauphin gang fought the Winnipeg gang. Like all these, because I was really young, like in grade one, grade two, all these rumors going around elementary school. Well, there was another rumor that WWF was coming to Dauphin, and then it got canceled because Paul Barrel, Bear, Undertaker's manager, got into a car accident, so they canceled the Dauphin show. Is that true or not? I have never heard that. Because you guys would have known if WWF was coming to Dauphin. Never it's heard possible. about that. Playing the DMCC. So. Don't know. Okay, well, it's not Time true then. Because yeah. you guys would know. Yeah, so, okay. Warrior, this is your ultimate tribute. And anyone who's more interested in this, go to herecomestowisdom.blogspot.com because I've posted Warrior on our Arsenio Hall show where he just runs out and starts flipping couches and growling like a dog. The ultimate warrior has stood the test of time. He's part of history. One day beats its final beat. His lungs breathe their final breath. And if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others, it makes them bleed deeper in something than larger than life, then his essence, his spirit, the running the man did, live forever. Just give me one more time.